This is Steel City Business, the Sheffield Business Podcast. Hello, I'm James Marriott and this is Steel City Business, brought to you by the team at Rebel Based Media, highlighting the great stuff happening within the business community here in Sheffield. Shayla Ali's route to setting up her social media agency, Vantage 66, was quite a journey, literally. We met up to find out more and get her take on the social media trends we should all be watching. So my name is Shayla. I am the founder of Vantage 66, a social media agency. So what does a social media agency do? Well, we help with social media management, setup and training. Where did the name Vantage 66 come from? So Vantage 66 comes from the fact that I love traveling. And that's the reason why I actually set up my business, because I quit my job four years ago right to go traveling for five months wow <laughs> all right so um well let's let's start four years ago then so what were you actually doing in terms of work so i was working at a number of different agencies right. i'd say my career and then i left a big agency to work for a smaller one thought i was going to buy a house and try this whole adult thing and then i got made redundant and right. then i went to work for a non-profit as a digital digital campaign manager and then I just wanted to travel I just got the urge to go traveling I had traveled quite a bit but as like two-week holidays and I was just like I really want to go out and see the world and then I was like but I really want to buy a house as well (laughs) (laughs) the adult in me so it was like obviously it didn't take that much to go and quit my job but I um I remember just being sat there at the desk going I really just want to go and travel and it's now or never. So I quit. (laughs) I just handed in my notice and thought, right, I'm going to go and see the world. And it was quite a big thing because growing up, even getting on a train on my own, I used to find that quite challenging. Like, how can you go out on your own? And, you know, just being on your own is a bit strange. Like I always felt like I needed my friends around. Yeah. But I quit (laughs) and I just said, I'm going to go out and see the world on my own. So um, I went backpacking and I was supposed to go for three months, but I ended up extending my travels to five months. And it was, it's had such a huge impact on my life because I met the most amazing people. And I think when you travel, you, you learn so much about yourself just Mm -hmm. as a person, like you've got to make your own way there you make lots of friends and which has helped me with like networking events I have to say but it's the way that I see the world and like having lived in Sheffield my whole life it was it's had a huge impact now the name Vantage 66 that comes from a trip last year that I took to the Antarctica wow Wow. (laughs) so (laughs) I have like a scratching map at home of all like a map of the world and Antarctica was just there taking up (laughs) a huge chunk and I always wanted to go and I just thought okay I'm gonna look into this I'm gonna try and make my way there and through a lot of hard work it happened and it had a huge impact on me again because I went to like the edge of the planet and it's just having seen like all seven continents just the way we see things the way it helps with social media as well a lot of storytelling 
and I've learned a lot about people as well and different cultures whilst traveling so that's where that part comes from and 66 is actually one of the coordinates for the Antarctic Circle and crossing that again it just made such a huge difference like it was such a special moment that I probably could never describe in words but it made it just made me think about changing the way I do things um, and that's where Vantage 66 comes from. Now, I mean, this is this is not a travel podcast, uh, <laughs> but I am also fascinated by travel. So we will talk business in a minute, but yeah. I have to ask, how does one get to Antarctica? Because I imagine you don't just get to, Man- go to Manchester Airport and jump on a flight to Antarctica. No. How long does it take? So you make your way to Argentina, Ushuaia, and that's like the end of like what they class as planet basically um before you get to the antarctica and then it's two days on um a ship and you cross something called drake's passage right which is supposed to have some like the worst weather that really warn you about having like the worst experience okay but luckily we didn't have any of that but i watched a lot of videos which terrified me (laughs) (laughs) i was like okay um but you spend two weeks on the ship basically but you can get off twice a day depending on the weather right and there's different points where there's lots of um, research stations and just literally looking at icebergs and whales and penguins there's no there's no hotel then Um, no no, you're not gonna find the rates there no there's no airbnb or anything wow what a trip so um you mentioned how the fact that you know it's kind of helped you in terms of setting up the the business and that kind of storytelling element which is really interesting just tell me about kind of then what happens so you 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 go off and and you spend was it five months that you spend seeing the world which sounds amazing um and then you find yourself back in Sheffield had you already decided at this point that that you were going to set up the the company no so when I came back I was like I'll try this adult thing again. (laughs) I'll try and just find a full-time job. I've traveled now. I'll call it a day and I'll just work full-time because I always growing up thought I'd have a full-time job for the rest of my life. Then I'll retire and we're sold into this dream, but the world's changed now. And I remember just going for lots of job interviews and um, just trying to do the same thing that I was doing. And then I got a call from one of my old managers and he was actually mind freelancing a little bit. And I was like, oh, I'll just see how this goes. Yeah, until I get a full-time job. And then after a while, I got the opportunity to work with the Google Digital Garage. Right. So I got a contract and I was like, oh, shall I take it? Shall I not? Um, because it involved a lot of public speaking. Right. And at that point, public speaking was probably one of my fears. And I was like, do I take this? Do I not take this? But I did. And I'm so glad I had that opportunity because it helped me with public speaking. And a lot of people always just think, oh, it comes naturally to you. But it used to be one of my biggest fears. So I ended up building up my portfolio and just thinking, okay, working for yourself. (laughs) It's pretty cool. And I think no one can like really prepare you for it. But yeah. So why social media? So growing up, I used to always like writing down stories. And even on the internet, I had like a blog when I was like 12 or something, just writing lots of stories about my day and like interviewing friends and stuff like that. So I used to always love storytelling. And then when I started um, studying at university, I actually got a journalism degree. 
and I always wanted to write and share content and take a camera out and just capture as many stories as I can and I think social media is so crucial for businesses now because so many businesses have stories they just don't know how to put it out there and I feel like a website's not enough but social media you can reach so many people. So what about right now what 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 kind of you got going on I know that you do quite a lot of collaboration work and things like that so it sounds like you've got lots of interesting things happening um I'm assuming you've got kind of various companies that you work with as well so just kind of tell me a little bit about kind of your here and now. Yeah so I do a lot of training with like the University of Sheffield and um I'm actually running a Instagram workshop with SheFest which is in March, right. so the 12th. And um, that will just be going through how to promote yourself, storytelling on Instagram. There's been lots of changes. So some public workshops. I work with quite a few private companies and upskill their teams. So rather than just doing a one-off workshop, it's actually going through that journey with the company and helping them and their teams with training, then coaching and mentoring, just to make sure that, everyone's up to speed and um, can understand the changes and what they need personally to help them get their stories out there on social media. And how have you seen social media change? Because uh, I was reminiscing the other day with people about MySpace and Face yes. Party <laughs> way back in the day. I, th- I don't think Face Party exists anymore. MySpace obviously has changed beyond all recognition. In fact, I don't know if that exists anymore, mm-hmm. to be honest. Um, but, you know, Facebook came along and that was everything. And then Twitter came along and it's kind of swung in different directions. And now everyone talks about TikTok and I sit there feeling like a right old man. <laughs> thing. I don't know what it is. Um, and I'm just still tweeting every day. So, I mean, how have you seen social media change? it's changed so much like the amount of times I have to update my slides is ridiculous (laughs) there's always a new update when I'm in the middle of a training session but it's changed so much like 10 years ago I remember on Twitter when I think it was Jonathan Ross or someone tweeted about what he was having for breakfast and everyone was like whoa we know what someone's having for their breakfast like we've like opened the window to someone's life and whereas now it's like there's lots of communities and voices that are able to express themselves on social media which I think is important and you're able to find out a lot more like you can reach so many people like I've also got a travel blog and I speak to people in Australia as well and that's in a different time zone but social media allows us to do that. I think sometimes we forget don't we the fact that before social media the idea of I've got um, a friend from Denmark and a friend from Sweden who are coming over for a week separately they, don't, they never met each other uh, that are over for a week at the beginning of February and you think you know it's not that long ago that there have been no way that I'd have ever met these people and like the power of social media we kind of take it for granted a little bit don't we? Yes 100% and I think there's lots of like groups as well where you can ask for support and help so even in like social media like if there's a new tool there's like groups and spaces where you can ask those questions like how does this work or whatsapp groups where people can just be like oh does anyone know the answer to this or is anyone looking to collaborate on this project there's so many opportunities as well that it builds so I think it's been great for me personally and you know sometimes you say something and you don't know how far your reach is and someone's like oh I saw you did that and I'm interested in this so it's great for building a support network I think. 
I imagine you come across a lot of companies that do social media themselves, uh, probably quite a few that don't do it very well. <laughs> um, and there's a lot of people out there that would say, oh, I'm a social media expert. I know what I'm doing with um, social media. And there's, there's a, a fair few people that kind of do what, what, what you do in, in, in terms of um, doing it for a living. What makes you and kind of the way that you do things unique? a good question <laughs> I would say I've had a lot of experience I've worked for big agencies I've worked for small agencies I worked for non-profits I've worked with a lot of members of the public and I think just learning how people do things differently and learn differently I think we take that for granted and I've learned a lot through working with people who don't understand social media and I love a challenge and I think sometimes helping people understand it's not just throwing numbers at people but actually educating them and helping them understand why it would be a benefit and I've I've worked with well worked in places where sometimes it is just overwhelming information like a shiny piece isn't always going to be great for social media like you mentioned TikTok a lot of people are afraid of it or they're just seeing these viral videos. Yes, and my hands up, I'm <laughs> yes. waving. Even my mum was asking me, she was like, right, what's this? But it's it's just showing how the world is changing. And I think I'm quite an early adopter and I, because I've got a travel blog as well, I'll always try and test things out. And I will never say to someone that all these platforms are great for you. Sometimes they're not. And you just need to pick one or two that work best. Okay, um... If you had to pick three words to sum either you up or sum up Vantage 66, what, what would be those three words? Ambitious. That's good. Authentic. Okay. And yeah. I don't know what the last one would be. Uh, ambitious, authentic and creative. Okay, good words, good words. Um, do you, when, you, when you sit and kind of talk to people and perhaps, you know, you're invited for a meeting somewhere to kind of chat about um, possibly kind of work working for a new company or something. Do you have um, a kind of a go-to campaign that you always mention, not necessarily your own, but when you say, look, here's a really good example of how uh, an organization, a business, a brand absolutely smashed it on social media? The $1 Razor brand Mm -hmm. in America, the way that they just created this video that was being authentic in themselves, that really was one of the highlights, I think, because of how they portrayed their brand um i think the dove campaign's really good as well that's like maybe seven years ago mm-hmm. but talking about beauty and how other people see themselves i think that was great because it was a set of stories and it was very relatable it's great doing things differently but sometimes when you're trying to connect with your audience and humans it's great to share stories that they can connect with and speak about Uh, What about for you personally then, what have been your biggest successes? For me, I think working with the Google Digital Garage and training a lot of people with social media and digital and taking it from seeing other people's journeys from not being that confident with social media to maybe a month later going, oh, I've gone out and done this on my own and just seeing their eyes light up, that's been really rewarding because I think we forget that everyone is automatically on social media. Some people still have a fear of it. So that's been rewarding. I think selling my pictures from the Antarctica was <laughs> amazing. Um, 
on the other side of that then what what have been the real big challenges for for you while you've been kind of going about getting yourself um set up um and i guess it's an opportunity if there's any campaigns that you've done yourself that you've just thought oh what a disaster that was i would say i've learned a lot of lessons (laughs) no one can prepare you for running your own business it's just been i think learning how to manage your time and being productive uh, connecting with the right people as well I think there's a lot of events out there and just finding out which ones are right for you so go out and try them um, and then pick the ones that are right for you and you know don't be afraid to build your own communities and stuff like that I am I think some of the challenges challenges have been um, just getting yourself out there as well because when you're doing the work sometimes you're not promoting yourself and um I think learning a bit more about what companies expectations are as well from you as well I think there's always like that educational piece as well so I always talk with clients about what it is that they want and what can be done and achieved in a certain amount of time as well I think there's been lots of challenges and I think for me it's because I do a lot of presentations making sure I don't burn out as well so it's okay to give yourself a break as well as a business owner I think sometimes you can be your own worst boss <laughs> and not take time out and reflect so I think some of the biggest lessons have been just to take a bit of time out and just go okay have your own little review and a little talk with yourself and say okay this worked that didn't work and assess how to move things forward um it's really nice to chat to someone that's kind of you know been Sheffield the whole life um what's your kind of take on how things are in kind of the business world of Sheffield right now I think there's a lot of things happening and that's really good because when I graduated from university my first few jobs were actually in Leeds and I was commuting so for me it was always oh, you've got a journalism degree, you want to be in the creative industry, you need to go to London. And that was always the perception. But I think we're slowly getting there where this is a great place to be for businesses and graduates. And I love this city because we're so close to the Peak District. So you get the city life, but you always get to go outdoors as well. But I think there's still a bit of a disconnect with some of the companies. I think that working with the universities as well would be great and other communities just so that they can help with employment. Um, Whereas when I graduated, I was just like, oh, it doesn't feel like there's much going on here. Um, Do I need to go somewhere else? And I did have to work in like Leeds for a few years. So it's great to see that there's a lot of things happening in the city and things are progressing. I imagine there's quite a lot of people that from quite a young age kind of identify social media in some way or another has been something that they'd really like to do when they grow up um, and probably people kind of going through A-levels and onto university to kind of do degrees with an eye on that being what they'd like to do. Um, if you could give any advice to someone that's in that situation, they've not got to the point of getting their first job yet, they're still kind of finding their feet, what what kind of, what would that be? What, what, would, what would be your sort of top tips for them? Start now. <laughs> right. Start yourself. Um, you've got the internet, you've got um, you know if you've got access to a smartphone you can start managing social media platforms and I've had a travel blog for six years 
And that's carried me through when I even got made redundant. I was still using that and updating that to keep up to date with the industry. So when I went into my new job, I was up to date with things. I think pick topics that you're interested in and use your voice to create your own sort of platform. And that shows ambition and passion. And you never know what that opportunity is going to lead to. How are you doing with the adulting now? Um, yeah, I'm still working it out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the more people I speak to, the more people are just like, yeah, it's never like one thing that you went ever tick off. It's just life. And I think the more experience you have, that is just being an adult. So, <laughs> um, Other than the, um, other than Antarctica, where was the strangest place that you went? when you were traveling. I asked this because um, a couple of months ago I went to Chernobyl and people thought it was ridiculous that I was going to um, Chernobyl. So can you outweird that? Do you know what? I don't think I can. <laughs> I've been to like 36 countries, but I've taken something from them. I don't think there's been any strange place. What about the best place? Best place. Antarctica and Palestine. Palestine? Yes. Right, that I wouldn't expect anyone to say that. <laughs> why Why Palestine? I had the opportunity to run um, my own academy there um, through Vantage 66 and upskill and train freelancers and business owners there. And it was one of the most rewarding experiences and I met some of the kindest and ambitious people there. So I learned a lot as well. But when you run like training sessions abroad sometimes it is like what are the businesses going to be like there and they're very similar to businesses that I've worked with here and they have similar pain points as well like managing time promotion um wanting to get there but going on this journey on on their own and they have lots of co-working spaces there as well so that's been great to see how they do things there Wow, that sounds like a great experience. Yes. Uh, I mean, normally I'd kind of wrap up an episode by asking you about what kind of you see as being um, the the future direction that you want to go in. But it's kind of a two-part question here because I'm going to ask you that, but I'm also going to ask for your predictions about the future of social media. What's coming next? I think we're moving away from just having all the shiny pieces. That's why you mentioned TikTok. That's very like anti-Instagram. It's just creating content from your phone. And making it very simple and accessible for everyone to just get on there rather than having a huge production and making it amazing. I think it's becoming more accessible for people and our attention spans are a lot shorter now. (laughs) So I think social media, you'll have to work a bit harder to get your message out there. But as long as you know who you're targeting, it can be done and executed. And what about for, for you and for Vantage 66? I'd like to work with more creatives and collaborate more and work on projects that create social impact and work on digital transformation and working on that journey from people not necessarily understanding social media, but they might not have the time as well and getting them over their fear and making sure that they can see the benefits of it. Brilliant. It's been a pleasure chatting. If anyone wants to find out more about you and about the business, what's the best way of doing that? You can go on to vantage66.com and then you'll be able to capture me on all my social medias through that as well. Brilliant. I, I'm going to keep an eye on that to follow your next travels because <laughs> uh, I think you're kind of my spirit animal. <laughs> but it's been a pleasure to chat to you today. Thank you. Thank you. 
Find us at steelcitybusiness.com and subscribe to get our new episodes first. Audio marketing works. Talk to the Rebel Base Media team about creating a custom, cost-effective podcast for your business at rebelbasemedia.io.